Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Zafer, and welcome to Hashtag The Cool Breeze Podcast, Episode 4. Well, I'm going to feature Wavy J, a.k.a. Jared. He is actually a um, hip-hop artist that's up and coming um, out of Merced, California, and he has been with me and along uh, my journey since I've moved here to California to start doing this. And uh, so he's been witnessing a lot of, like, the work I put in for this and it's really it's really cool to uh chat with them about it so uh even though this isn't really about melodic progressive house or anything of that nature it is still about music and it's still uh relevant to me in my journey and in my life so i hope you guys enjoy and uh thank you so much this is zafer welcome to episode four of the cool breeze podcast well, you got me talking about whatever's on my mind. So for today, I got my man right here, Wavy J, Jared. He's a, a hip-hop artist, and uh, he is making his way in the game right now. It's been pretty cool uh, being with him along his journey, and uh, we're just going to exchange some things and talk about some stuff. So for the for the people that don't know, now you're going to know, this is him right here. He's on SoundCloud, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can find out a lot more about him just by going in here and checking out his music, all right? Yes, sir. So, uh, Wavy J, man, how's it going? It's going good, bro. All right, man. Glad to be here. Glad to be on the podcast. Yeah, man. Welcome. Episode four, so you're still in the early stages. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for my call. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you're around, man, and I got you, got you alone for a minute, so I figured yeah. I'd take advantage of you. Yeah. So, um, music. Tell me, tell me a little bit about, first, tell me a little bit about yourself, and then tell me what got you into music. Well, a little bit about myself. I'm from Merced, California, small town, definitely known for all the wrong things, but uh, just 20 years old, trying to chase a bag out here, trying to do something, you know, there's, I got a job, but there's not many jobs out here. And, yeah. I want to do something, you know, that I can wake up to every morning and really, like, feel like mm-hmm. I want to do it instead of it's my job, you know? Yeah, music's one of them. Yeah. Music yeah. is definitely a main hobby in my life. Okay, okay. Uh, I got into music when I was super young. It wasn't necessarily hip-hop, but my dad was a drummer for a band. So growing up, there was always a drum set in my house. I was always around music. I listened to a lot of uh, rock and, like, heavy metal and stuff. Yeah? Yeah. But it was like it was cool because even though it wasn't hip hop, I still found like rhythm. Yeah, I found like beats and stuff like that. So I was really into the whole like rhythmic kind of process of music. Right. So that kind of started your whole foundation towards, you know, wanting to explore deeper into how exactly the music was made and how yeah. it affected you and yeah. how you can translate that rhythm into. And I could tell like certain songs made me feel certain types of way, and like yeah. as I got older. I guess it kind of became easier for me to like express myself through lyrics. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely like to give that vibe when people listen to my stuff. They feel how I'm feeling when I make music. So if it's like a mm-hmm. happy go get them song where I'm like dancing, want you to dance, like yeah. that's how I was feeling when I made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you want to reciprocate that feeling to other people. Yeah. So, so uh, what? What about your? I guess what influenced you to kind of start doing this? Like where you were like, I gotta, I've gotta put it out on paper or put it out on a track, and just 
get it out there into the world. Like so, I've always had like a a love for English class, so I was always into like the poetry and stuff and rhymes. So right. once I started with that, I was like writing all my stuff down, and I would go, I'd show my brother, like my older brother, because I look up to him. So I'd always be yeah. super excited to show him what I worked on. Yeah. So I'd go and show him some like my rhymes and stuff that I'd be writing down, and he would always like encourage me to keep doing it. Yeah, that's good. And so one day, I remember he had Logic, or not even Logic, it was GarageBand on his iMac. Yeah. And he just wanted me to go and record, so I tried to spit something that I wrote down to a random beat. And I remember thinking, like, oh, this isn't for me, da-da-da. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm a rapper. And then, like, as as it progressed, I was, like, at home, and I'd be freestyling with my <laughs> friends. And it kind of went from freestyling to being like, okay, well... I can write that down and I can actually catch the beat better instead of just trying to force like these lyrics onto this song. Yeah, yeah. That's how I kind of got into my my process too, like freestyling. I'll freestyle, get a feel for the beat, and then. So from freestyling, that kind of made you want to get more where it's like, all right, I can freestyle and make lyrics. Now it's time to kind of assemble all this into kind of a structure. So I can create my yeah. own kind of vibes and stories yeah. with my music. Exactly. I just had to find like the right tempos and stuff, you know, that kind of fit me. Or like the things I was saying, I wanted to find beats mm-hmm. that I could fit to. And like yeah. I have a lot of friends that make beats too. Yeah, so, so you really got to like, when you're looking for a beat, you really got to like fit to the music. Yeah. Or the beat has to fit, you have to fit to the beat more than... Yeah, it can't just be like anything... Mm-hmm. I mean, I can freestyle and stuff. So like, you could put any beat on. It could be like not even of hip hop yeah. descent. It could be a completely different genre, and I'm sure I could like put some lyrics on it. But when I'm actually trying to make like a track that I'm working on, putting a lot of my work into my time and effort, mm-hmm. I really want someone to feel like something from it. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's not just like random. Yeah, yeah, and and it does matter because you have to put that like uh, time and attention into that beat or songs so you have to spend a lot of time with it yeah. uh even when i make music you know i have to find myself uh at the beginning it's just a lot of a lot of times when the tracks are made it's just spending a lot of time with it like quality time you know yeah. not just letting it just loop endlessly but like actually spending time with the progression of it as well you and know like, another thing i've realized is like you can have the best lyrics that you've ever written but if it doesn't go to the beat you're trying to put it on then mm-hmm. you're not going to get anywhere like it's not going to come out how you really want it or like for me i can't speak for anybody else but in my opinion like yeah i can't it won't give them the same feeling that i want the lyrics to portray so yeah when it comes yeah. down to the beat it's really like mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. got to be like a beat that fits the song not like the beat and the lyrics yeah. it's got to be like the track, the song. Yeah, man, it's it's all about like it's like yin and yang, or or, exactly. or like a marriage, you know, where you have two different people, but they have to come together as one. Yeah, you to know make, what I mean. To make what you want, at like the end of the that's day. what a successful relationship is. That's what a successful, you know, Everything. a song is. It's like you have the lyricists, and then you have the music. Yep. And they have to perfectly come together. The way the way it works for two me, parts to coincide. Yeah, the way it works for me is I always consider the voice an instrument, but it's like a very powerful and diverse instrument. Yeah. you know, like it has a class of its own. Because I mean, you think about it, people do acapellas. Yeah, you know what I mean. I All the like time. that too. Yeah, and I mean, it got to the point where me and Cato, 
tried to, you know, like experiment around with it. I've even broken apart an acapella song that I grew up listening to that my mom used to always have playing because she was in the acapella. I grew up, right, and uh, listened to it and then found that song, took, you know, took apart the song structure, figured it all out and made a whole nother song that was completely different. Like you couldn't tell, but yeah. it was just had the same structure and all of that. And yeah. it was such a fun experience. If I had a good, uh, yeah. if I had a better voice, I would do acapella. <laughs> if it's like the voice is the instrument that can tell you how it wanted, how it wants you to feel too. Mm-hmm. Like you could play a flute, and you could be going for like a more slow, like melodic kind of thing, mm-hmm. and you can like put that out there and really make people try to guess at what you're going for, what type of vibe you were going for. But like, yeah. I could get on an acapella track. And you can tell exactly how that song's gonna go based off how I started with my voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter like either tone, what mm-hmm. tone I'm doing, you're obviously gonna get the feel right away. That's true. You have so much energy behind your voice and your vocals and you know, things you could say. So that's absolutely so correct. Like, I'd say like that's a nice thing to back up your statement about how the voice is a pretty powerful instrument. Yeah, it's so versatile, it's so dynamic and you know, you got the singers, you got the Beyonce's, and you oh, got yeah. the, you know, but then you have the Barry White's too, you know, the low tones. And so you have a lot of like variations, a lot of, there's so much you can do. There's even so much I can do in my little genre of melodic progressive house, yeah. you know, that it's just, it blows me away. It's so diverse. Like there's so many different ways to do that one genre. Right. Thing. Right. And the fact that you can be influenced from one genre to work in your other genre yeah. is just crazy cool, you it know? Is. Because, you know, I, l- I listen to, like, the things that go on when, say, for example, you guys create uh, hip-hop tracks, you mm-hmm. know? And there's probably things from that that, like, I have subconsciously even used, you know, mm-hmm. because there's things about it that I like, yeah. you know? And, like, you couldn't tell when you listen to my tracks, but it goes vice versa, you know? That's what I like about music, too. It's like, it all kind of comes together. No matter what genre it is, it's always like, mm-hmm. there's an artist, there's a song, and there's a feeling behind it, or like a story that's to be told. Yeah, so for sure. I don't know. I feel like all genres can kind of take something from one another. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we're all, it's all the same thing, just a different side of it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's music, but it's just a different face on the music, but... And, like, even speaking from, like, outside of an artist's point of view, mm-hmm. just from, like, maybe a fan point of view from listening to other people's music, like, yeah. I can listen to a lot of different stuff, and even if I'm not a fan of it, mm-hmm. I can still see, like, that artist put a lot of work into that, so, like, it's not... A lot of people will be like, oh, that song's trash. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not trash to a lot of people. A lot of people like it, obviously, or else you wouldn't be hearing it right now. Right, right. How to make its way to you. Right. There's a lot of people out there who like other stuff inside this genre. It's just, it's so broad. Yeah, it's great. And and I love that because everybody has basically an equal chance. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just, you just have to discover how, you have to discover the tools of how you want to uh, how to do it first and foremost and once you figure out how to do it then yeah the possibilities are absolutely limitless From there, it's like practice makes perfect yeah just keep going it's that's, like a two by four you know yeah. like in the right hands that two by four can turn into something crazy that's what i was doing uh last time i was here with kato actually too mm-hmm. we were, we went back and listened to like some of my old stuff mm-hmm. and compared it to some of my new stuff and i was like 
you know, I really didn't see the change mm-hmm. when I was making my way, like, down the road. But yeah. going back and looking at it, I've definitely come a long way with, like, how I rap and, like... Yeah, yeah. I guess, like, when I was first kind of starting, I was trying to force... Mm-hmm. Kind of force a sound, yeah. If yeah. that makes sense, like I was trying to force my sound onto the beat to try to maybe um, take something away from the music that I listen to. But like as I've gone, it's really just becoming like my you, sound. You get more self-centered about it. You, yeah, you, you get more intimate with the track. Exactly, it's, it's, it's kind of what I call it. When you first start out, you're just like, I'm going to give the track what it needs. You know, yeah. like a woman. You know, I'm gonna give her what she needs. Yeah. You know, but. After that, you get a little bit more intimate with it. Where you're like, "Well, I'm gonna work with it and intermingle yeah. with it, and we're gonna create this together." You know, like when me and you worked on a "I Don't Want to Fall," that was yeah. like one of the first tracks I put a lot of like yeah. background thought into, and I wanted certain things to sound yeah. certain ways, mm-hmm. and I really wanted like certain lyrics to carry over so you can hear it in the background space yeah. and like stuff like that. I feel like I put a lot of uh, that was like one of the first tracks I really sat down, listened to it. Mm-hmm. When even when it was finished, and I was like, you know, this could yeah. be a lot better. I could put this on it yeah. too, and I was like, yeah, I Hell started yeah. like I I really fell in love with that song as I was making it. Yeah, yeah, that's it's crazy, man. In fact, when I make music, uh, music is one of like the few things that actually like when I'm making it, and I and I feel so strongly connected to the track. It doesn't even have to be like a great track, you yeah. know, but it would literally bring tears to my eyes, yeah. like. Tears just come in my eyes, and I'm just like, this is the perfect moment. This is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it, but I am in the perfect place right now. I'm yeah. doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, and that's making music. And that's When I get those, doing that this. feeling, I get really excited. Like yeah. After I have a writing session, I get through it. I finish the song. That's mm-hmm. the entire beat. I'll go back and like rap it to myself like yeah. 60 times just yeah. because I'm like, oh, like, this actually really sounds good. Like This is... It, it brings a different kind of joy. Well, it, it's something that you've cultivated and you brought to life. Yeah. And it's yours. Like, nobody exactly. else could have done it the way you've done it. That's, like, probably the main question I get asked is, oh, you wrote this? Mm-hmm. You, you wrote all that? It's <laughs> like, yeah, I wrote all that. Yeah, Everything. Yeah. And then I show them my notes in my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, these are all my notes. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Every song that's out there is somewhere in these notes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, my hard drive is just... Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, <laughs> Full of music, man. So much music. So much music. I just can't stop, you know. And yeah. that's that's the thing about us as artists, you know. Like, we just... It's not just good enough to just make one song. Because once you make one and you're like, oh, I can do this, you just want to just do it, you know. You just yeah. want to make it over and over and, and over. Like, and you just have so much fun. Then you get more ideas and it's like, damn, like, that last one was good. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm positive I could for sure, like, come at it better mm-hmm. in some way, like... In some way, in inside of that song, there's something that I can add, like a little spice to it, and like oh it'll yeah, change yeah, it. like like the track creation itself. I've always been one to kind of like try to one up myself. Yeah, yeah. Especially like I've made a song mm-hmm. and then made a few, and I was like sitting on those few, like yeah, these are good, mm-hmm. but are they better than the last one? <laughs> it's like I mean, it's content, but. Is it gonna be better than the last one? Like that's I don't know. That's I really get to that thought in my head where it's like I really want to just like have the next best thing, and then once yeah. I have that, my well, next best thing. You don't know what your next best thing is though. Yeah, you don't. Which is true. Which so is true. you you have to just put that stuff out there and let you let the world kind of decide for themselves. But everything that you make, good or bad, 
is, you know, it's your page, it's your spot, it's your place. You can broadcast whatever you want. Yeah. You know, everything should go up there because you don't know. Some songs that I've made, man, and I'm I'm a living example. I didn't think they were that anything that great. I was like, man, these probably aren't that good. They're probably trash. You know, yeah. Like you were saying, like this is not better than my last one. And then you know I upload it or somebody hears it and yeah. uploads it and it just gets a lot of love. You know, it's like always that group out there that'll like it. Yeah, it's I, just, that's how I see it. Man. That takes me back to what I was saying earlier. There's always gonna be someone out there who likes. That something different that you may not like, but a lot of people out there probably do like it. Oh, yeah. Well, there's, what, 7 billion people on the planet, you know? Yeah. If you can get, you know, 10 of them, you know, you've got a, you've got a gathering, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And the journey is really just getting them, for now, I think in 2019, I think part of the journey is uh, getting them, like, step by step. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like fan by fan kind of basis. You know, where you you just work towards that next number yeah. rather than saying, oh, I'm going to get uh, a thousand subscribers or a thousand. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, let me just try to get to, to get my hundred. Yeah. Fifth. Let me let me talk to these 10 people. Real yeah. Quick. You know, it's just so. And then as you kind of keep going, you'll try to do it on a fan by fan basis. But it just the snowball starts taking off on its mm-hmm. own. You know what I mean? And uh, that's good because then you're just you're just in it, you know. Yeah. And it's just like this is the process. This is what makes us music artists. Yeah. Like not only are we making the music, but we're also in the process of showing it to a new person on almost a daily basis, you know. And I like where I'm at with it too. Right now, it's like when I'm making music, it's not work. I don't feel like pressured to do it. But like mm-hmm. when I'm making it, it's always a good time. I'm like, I have so much fun. And like, I, yeah. I put a lot into this stuff just yeah. because it's like, even if nobody were to ever hear it yeah. and only I could hear it, yeah. I'd still be making it because I like the way it sounds and I like what I create and all this. Yeah, yeah. So like just for five people to be like, hey, like that mm-hmm. last song you posted was pretty cool. It's yeah. like, it's really something to me to be like, damn five people like yeah. it and this is something i made like yeah. from me that i made from scratch all this it's like oh yeah it's awesome. amazing it's amazing how you just you don't even think an idea could become that you know we're yeah. like i just created this on my phone or i just kind of pulled it up or whatever it's and like then, what you said that comes to life yeah and this this project happens and you're like oh my god I could do something with yeah, this. It's definitely just, a great feel. Yeah, it's a lovely feeling. I love it, and I get it with a lot of my music, you know, yeah. where when I'm making it, honestly, when a song's done, I'm usually kind of the saddest because it's like I, the process of figuring it all out and making it all happen and making it all flow together was, like, so fun. And You're like, oh, now I got it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna put this out. <laughs> yeah, you just put it out and start then, a new one. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it start and then I get stuck again somewhere. Yeah. You know yeah. where it's like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't make the bass line or something. Mm-hmm. You know, and and here I go bumping around on the on the sound design or you know, so like the journey, the the journey of the track itself is so rewarding if you can just kind of like get to that part of music where that's where you're comfortable at being mm-hmm. you know where you're comfortable at picking apart your track and you're not you're not i think it's way 
more worth it to just be way more fluid and, and uh, like water with it. You know, you can't like swirl around in one spot for too long. Yeah. And then go on. So when you create the track, it's like you're just flowing with the river of the vibe that you've created. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But it will get these like imperfections. You get stuck up yeah. real quick and then it carries you back out. Yeah, and you have to kind of figure out how to get it all flowing together again. And yeah. That is like the struggle, but also the beauty of the process. One thing, one of the big things I learned definitely from the Cool Breeze was uh, mm. errors are like gold. <laughs> yeah. It's like you would, you would think like, complete opposite like mm. oh i fucked up like yeah let me take this out of here like no you leave it and do something with it later like in a lot of my songs you would never be able to sit there and be like oh that's where he messed up yeah because it yeah. sounds like i did it yeah yeah on purpose but it's like i'm like everybody messes up but certain mess ups kind of create they, those are the best they're called yeah. happy accidents happy from, accidents uh, bob ross yeah exactly and those are my favorite those are my favorite things about music is the like happy accidents that happen whenever you are creating it where you're like, oh I didn't mean to do that, but it just happens and I'm not even lying. I'm not even lying. At least eighty to ninety percent of the music I make when the stuff happens is all like happy accidents. I remember me and Cage Cage, we're uh, we're messing with something on here trying to like make your voice sound like uh, different instruments mm-hmm. and uh, I remember we were going for like one sound and he clicked on a sound mm-hmm. and completely was just like taken back by it it was a complete accident didn't yeah. mean to make it sound like that but it sounded so crazy yeah that he like went back kind of backtracked it remember how he made his voice sound like that mm-hmm. and then ended up making a completely different song <laughs> based off that yeah. uh, kind of sound that he found yeah that's great man that's great that's like Oh man, that's that's what turns me on about music so much is is you just you're just doing the duties, you're going along, you're doing your thing, and then boop, piece of gold. Yeah, it just hits you really hard. That's cool. Yeah, I I always enjoy that. So, um, whenever you start to create a track, and from from the very beginning, uh, tell me a little bit about your artistic process. You know, so there's no wrong answer here. You know. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about uh, your process, uh, start to finish. Like, how do you go from creating a track when it's nothing to a pushed out completion? You know, give me your. You can summarize. It doesn't be like you know. At first, yeah. I wake up, but you know, <laughs> uh, just tell me that. Well, uh, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I got a lot of buddies who make beats and stuff, and they're producers. So like, uh, they'll they always send me um, these like beat packages on through my email. So really what I do is for a while, I'm not, I never really get into a mode where it's like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I need to write this. It's Mm -hmm. usually like, I'll sit there and I like, it could go like, I could go a week if I don't find the right beat. Mm -hmm. Cause if the beat doesn't move me, then like, I don't want to really try to mess with it. Yeah, exactly. So I'll sit there and I'll go through these beat packages and whenever I find one, that's usually what I start with. So I'll I'll find the beat, boom, Mm -hmm. I got the beat. And then what I've taken from you that I've been doing for a while now is like making sure I'm in a clean area mm-hmm. or I like not necessarily clean, but clean to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Make sure my, your feng shui yeah, is set. Yeah. I make sure I'm all set up and uh, I'll sit there and I'll listen to the beat. And usually what I do is 
I'll get myself in a kind of state of mind where I can have fun with it first. Yeah. So I'll listen to the beat and I'll think of all the different things I can do on it. And mm -hmm. I'll think like I'll start freestyling on it and I'll do a couple of takes and like mm -hmm. maybe record it on my phone. Mm -hmm. And then what I do is from my freestyles, I'll pick maybe three lines, three lines that I really liked that I said. And I'll work on those lines to make them really like come together instead of being like in a freestyle manner to where you kind of threw it together in your head real quick yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll put some detail in it and then from those three lines i'll build and just pretty much go from like if i'm trying to tell a story mm -hmm. i'll try to build off that story if i'm just going for a vibe or a type of thing that you can feel i'll like i'll do that too but that's pretty much what i do find the beat make sure i'm in the right setting mm -hmm. and then freestyle or uh kind of just have fun with the beat and then i'll build off maybe two to three lines the whole thing okay so you get two to three lines after you finish playing around with it mm -hmm. and then you have the beat you want all right so this is before you even hit the studio yeah this is way before i hit the studio so okay. i'll i sit there and i'll i'll write through the whole track based off those two to three lines mm -hmm. go for like what i said the whatever story or vibe i'm going for Okay. And then once I have it completely written through, I'll I'll go back and I'll wrap it to myself like 40 times, mm -hmm. 40 50 times just to make sure like when I do go to the studio everything's in its place. Like I don't want to go I don't want to come here and you know mm -hmm. ask you to help me record mm -hmm. and yeah. then us be sitting here and I'm like, "Oh, you know when yeah. I wrote this, I had it like oh, well, <laughs> yeah. just give me a second, just give me it." And then yeah. it's like, "Well, now you're just sitting here and it's yeah, like you could yeah. be doing something." So Oh yeah, man. I mean, I'm I'm a big advocate of uh, whenever you make songs and stuff that you have as much of it completed in your head or on mm -hmm. paper as possible before you have to go somewhere else and then yeah. and make the song. I'm a real physical copy kind of guy. I like to have it and like yeah. yeah. So I just go through, and make sure there's like no errors. Mm -hmm. I'll wrap it to myself, make sure everything's lined up. That mm -hmm. way, when I get to the actual studio, I can come in, mm -hmm. say hey. Here's the beat. Email yeah. it to you. We'll yeah. pull it up, and we can just lay down. And I like, mm -hmm. for the most part, you've seen like I come in and I'm like, okay, we're gonna do the verse, and I'm just gonna put this first, mm -hmm. and then okay, we're done with the verse. Okay, I'm gonna hit this uh chorus or like this little bridge right here. But I always know like I'm not ever guessing like okay, well, do you think this should go right here? It's like no, I want this right here, and I want this right here, and maybe if you could help me out by making this sound mm -hmm. a little like this, like it's always kind of to a T. Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay, so after you do all that and then um, you lay it all out in the track and then uh, you spend a little bit of time, is that when you spend a little bit of time um, adding, like, well, okay, let me rephrase this. Uh, so you have everything laid out on a track, everything's good. Mm -hmm. uh, you come into the studio, you lay it all down, but you run into some kind of issue there. Like, what is your approach of handling, you know, like a verse you had, that you thought was perfect when you wrapped it out. Oh, I do come on onto a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it doesn't line up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mostly what, what I'll try to do, like that's where happy errors or uh -huh. the happy mistakes come into play. Cause like I'll I'll go through the takes and I'll just wrap it mm -hmm. as if like it's there's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. And if like usually it'll sound good because like when I'm rapping it and I get into that kind of rhythm mm -hmm. and I'm really feeling the beat, mm -hmm. it's not like it's offbeat or it's not like it's bad, mm -hmm. I guess. Like it's just kind of like put in a different spot than where I had it before. But mm -hmm. as long as it comes together, you know, I'm happy with the project at the end of the day. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. So uh, tell me, where do you see yourself as an artist, um, as a musician? 
you know, as a person and the future, like, what do you see in the future for, uh, really, I'm curious for yourself as an artist. So what is Wavy J? What does the future look like for Wavy J? Future for Wavy J? Yeah. I want to drop some albums or maybe not albums, but like some mixtapes, EPs. I really mm-hmm. want to get a lot more content out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, shows. Yeah. You can definitely start looking into shows and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. Uh, Honestly, though, like for the business side of things, Mm -hmm. it's like where I see myself in the future or how how should I word this? I don't really see myself like giving up on music just because I didn't uh, make it or whatever. Like someone else would say, like, I'm always going to kind of make music. So regardless if I'm making money or not, Mm -hmm. based off of my music in the future, I still see myself. Like you'll, you'll always be making music. Yeah, I still see like myself whether you make music. money or not. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is just like Same. just like I told you. It's a hobby. It's a good way for me to express myself. I yeah. like to get it all out on paper and really okay. like make something of it instead of just letting it sit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you're like me and you let it sit, it literally drives you mad. Yeah, it drives me crazy to do that. You know, to let it to have. I have so many songs and so many. Uh, projects inside of my head, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Like, if I, I just can't possibly... That's the only reason why I have to do this because I have so many inside of me. I have to learn how to make it just so I can get it out of my <laughs> yeah. head, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just, I've been here, you know, I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. We're just, always thinking about, like... Yeah, yeah. It's, what it's, can we do? So forever for me, whatever happens for me, it's always going to be, um, it's always going to be music. I always have to make it. I always got to be surrounded by it. I always yeah. got to be talking to people about it or, 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 or being in it. And it just, it's really fulfilling to me. You know, I really found fulfillment in my life from doing it. Yeah. Uh, it's, I've done other stuff and I've worked and, you know, done it all, but music, by far just hits home because it's just it's the same amount of work if you think about it you know because it's 24 hours in a day and it's only yeah. so much you can do in one day whether you work a job or not you yeah. know but it's like um doesn't feel like you're working though it's like yeah it's, i'm doing this for me it's yeah. like taking a vacation i get to go record a song yeah yeah or just make content for your yeah. songs you know like yeah. that's where i'm getting better about doing is it's my music. I'm very proud of it, even if it's not everybody's favorite cup of tea or anything, you know. But it's just the fact that I can get in there and make it and put it out and just and stick it out is just so fulfilling, yeah. you know. And it's like even before I was making music, like I've always had a deep right. passion for it. Like yeah. certain songs can like are healing in yeah. a sense and like certain songs can take you back to certain memories and like yeah. I love that about music. Like I can associate a song yeah. with a time in my life, which yeah. is fucking nuts. Yeah. Like if you think about it, yeah. like this one lyric can make me think about like thirty things that happened mm-hmm. during the summer that I was playing that song last summer. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's what I love about it. And then when I actually started making music, it was like just like you said, it was fulfilling for yeah. me to actually like I don't know, take something away from everything that I've been hearing mm-hmm. and kind of give it my own spin mm-hmm. on things. Yeah. And for people to actually kind of like be like, okay, well, this is also good music. Yeah. It's like what I consider good music and like what they consider good music, they're kind of putting it hand to hand. And yeah. it's like, I don't know. 
Yeah. It's yeah. like, cool. It just turns out great. And yeah. you just have this product. And my thing is just, uh, for me, throughout the years, whenever I made music and, and how I'm going to create it and stuff, it was just like, I had to put it out somewhere because I had to leave myself clues to the future me Mm-hmm. that was going to go back and look at that and listen to all that future future Donovan or future Zafer mm-hmm. looks back at it and listens to it and be like, oh, okay, you know, when you made this, you were really feeling it yeah. for X, Y, Z. So it's always like, you got this, it's uplifting. And I make it a lot of times, I make it for me, but just I think other people feel that way too, where it's like, yeah. I can't even remember this. like when I, what I was thinking when I first dropped something on SoundCloud. Like, I don't even remember, honestly, how I heard of SoundCloud. I think mm-hmm. I was just using it to listen to music. Mm-hmm. Like, because I didn't have Apple Music or Spotify or anything. Right. And then I saw, like, you can upload. And then I was like, oh, people actually upload music to SoundCloud. And then that was, like, around the same time where my brother was like, hey, get on this track, yeah. dude, da-da-da. And I did it. And I was like, ah, you know, like, mm-hmm. felt, like, forced. It yeah. felt like I was trying, like, to push myself to do it. Yeah. But then later on, it just kind of came to me i guess in a sense it's like that's yeah it. you you put it out there and then you finally got it out there and then you listen to it yeah, on like a different device or something you it's know? crazy honestly like when you finish a song on fl we sit here and listen to it on fl it's like mm-hmm. it's it's cool yeah but then you send it to my phone and it's <laughs> like i'm hearing myself play on my phone i never would have thought this would happen yeah. like 10 years ago Oh, you listen to it in the car with the speakers. Yeah, and you're just exactly. like, oh my God. And you get the reactions it. and mm-hmm. all your homies are like, man, this is you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that shit mm-hmm. goes hard, man. Yep, yep. And that's the way it is. All right, man. So before we before we get up out of here, before I let you go, uh, I would like for you to just kind of showcase or shout out anybody or anything you got coming up to your upcoming fans, to anybody that, that messes with you that's part of the Wavy J team, just send them a quick little message. Say something for them. And I just want to give a shout-out to everybody who actually takes the time to listen to my music. Like, even if you don't like it or if you see it on Twitter, like, one retweet a like. All right. I'm one retweet a like away from somebody out there liking it, and maybe one day the right person will hear it and, like, we'll get somewhere from it. But, uh... What else? I want to give a shout out to these upcoming tracks. I got upcoming tracks with Cage. Okay, okay. I got at least three with Cage. Four, yeah. maybe. Okay. We got one with uh, another up and coming artist, Adam said Truy, All my right. boy Alex. So we got Put You On Game, mm-hmm. Pull Up. What else? There's there's too many. There's you'd have like you All guys right, are gonna so have to stay tuned. How are they gonna? How can they keep tuned with you? How can they follow your journey? You gotta follow me on SoundCloud, right here at the real Wavy J on. So we Instagram. got your SoundCloud. Yep, Wavy J two V's. All right, real Wavy J underscore on IG. Okay. And we got Twitter. Jared Bauer on Twitter. All right. And I post to all three of those. Okay. SoundCloud, when the actual song drops, IG and Twitter, when I'm kind of hyping it up. Mm-hmm. So you'll get like the picture of the cover art I'm going to use and like when I'm going to drop it and all that. Yeah, yeah. Usually do it a week or two in advance. All right. All right. Well, hey, man. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me, dog. I appreciate you coming on to the show, yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, uh, cool breeze. Yeah, man, for for sure. And this is where it all starts. So yeah. I'm happy that you're a part of it. That you're part of the oh, journey. Man, I love to be here. Yeah, it's it's a great place, and it's a place where you know 
Dreams become a reality. The you muse know? is always around. <laughs> yep, yep. Always getting to it, man. Yep, yep. And uh, that's going to be it for today, everybody. Uh, just a special shout out and thank you to everybody that's tuned in, decided to stick around and be a part. It means the world. Uh, it truly does. Um, be sure to uh, just follow the journey of Wavy J. Check him out on his socials, Instagram, SoundCloud, and Twitter. He posts on there, so he'll be sure to update you with all of his stuff. Um, that's about it for me. I can't wait to catch you guys on the next episode. And uh, thanks for hanging with the cool breeze. Peace. Peace. All right, everybody. That's it for today. Episode four is done. And it has been a wonderful little chat, man. I just love talking to Wavy J about music. Uh, there's another artist, too, that I hope to have on here in the hip-hop world who is up and coming and his name is Cage, and uh, eventually I'll have him on here, and we'll talk more about music and things of that nature, especially how um, what it takes for you to begin and do this, because it's not as hard as you think, but it does take some work, you know? So uh, stick around, and I will catch you on the next episode, and as usual, thanks for hanging out with The Cool Breeze.